Welcome to the Yav Podcast with Kelsey on South Sharab Radio. Uh, welcome to Snow Capping, the Snowfall Epilogues, a special edition of the Av Podcast. Uh, we're here to talk about the last season of Snowfall. Today was episode seven, the Charmel House. I'm not sure what that means, Charmel House. Um, but either way, riding shotgun with me is uh, Kevin W. South Shabbat, family member. Um, let's get right into this, Kev. Um, what were your thoughts on yesterday's episode? I give it a solid 8, 8 to 8.5 out of 10 uh, for the script and the escalation of the story. Uh, I would not say all of the actors got high ranks, though. Okay, what do you what do you mean by that? All the right, all the actors didn't get high ranks. Um, in light of the events that transpired the episode before, in in light of the in light of like the fact that they just like apparently the day prior would have just or the night prior they just raided Kane's compound to rescue Louis, uh, murdered a bunch of people, and then they also have to mourn Jerome's passing. It just really kind of went about their business like nothing had happened. And I, the acting was a little bit, I'd call that into a question a little bit, you know, on Franklin's side, on Louis' side, not a lot of tears, not a lot of, you know, not enough, I feel like, like such a key member has just been ripped apart from them. And then it just, it's like, okay, we're going back to these meetings and we're going to go get Teddy and we're going to this and, you know, like, uh. Well, I mean, I don't know if I just if I agree with that because I mean, Louie was taking it hard. Obviously, she just took it in a in a very angry way. Well, tears and anger, I should say. Um, she barely cried. She barely cried. Yeah, but but Franklin, I mean, I don't I don't know, but I mean, she was you know filled on rage. <laughs> We've seen that happen. She's filled on rage. So I I don't I don't know about that part, but I would say Franklin. Yes, weird position to be in because. It's his uncle. He did cry when he did pass initially, but you know Franklin's very calculated. He's all about his. It's all about business. Kind of like Kawhi Leonard that way. He's uh, he's very stoic and he's you know he's he's almost robotic when it comes to his emotions. Well, you actually we can't even say that because look, he had an anxiety attack. That's the one time right where where he's not wearing black, um, and he was vulnerable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and look what it took. Look what it took. I think the rest of them, it was, you know, I mean, <laughs> you're in the game. Some deaths hurt more than others, obviously. But, you know, this isn't the first person they've seen die. It's a very important person, but it's not the first person. So that, that's what I mean by that. I'm not sure if I agree with that in that sense. But um, I don't know. I I, I I looked at this episode as it's kind of like a um, like a residual effect of, of, of the death. You know, everyone, to me, the way I took it was everybody's getting their last their last warning to leave the game, right? Like, Louie got the warning from Sissy that end this. Like, just end this. Like, look what this this is happening. End this. And she's sitting there like, well, I ain't got nothing to lose now, that mentality. So she didn't take that warning. Teddy got warned from his ex-wife, Julia, to get, basically give Franklin back the money. We'll get into that part later. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also... <laughs> also got the warning from the KGB agent that just rolled into his house and was just at his house, just basically just almost looked like he was waiting for breakfast. Um, 
you had Leon had his warning from from Wanda because obviously she up and well she didn't leave the relationship but she moved out of the house or was looking to move out the house and and move out of the projects and you know and as I mentioned before and Franklin right would like do with the anxiety attacks and everything else you know the walls are closing in on everybody so this to me this was like it, it was it was like their 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 last warning it's like this is the last warning for all of you you know you Teddy just, got you, Teddy got warned by two women by two women right essentially yeah essentially but i mean is that his ex-wife and the russian or whatever she is spanish woman of parisa yeah and and we'll get to her too in a moment because i have some thoughts but i don't know i i feel like this was like it was one of those things where it's like you know if you stay on past this point of this ride it's only gonna get messy from here you know and and whether it's anger whether it's revenge whether it's loyalty just to finish the tasks at hand everyone's still locking in like that's the way I kind of took. I took it. Took of it just like a, it's a residual effects of everything, and this was like uh, your uh, last stop. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Pride and ego. Pride and ego is it, and there's no turning back. Like not we 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 said this right. Not everyone's gonna make it, but everyone believes that it's the other person, not them. Right until it's them. Yeah. What do you give it? One to ten. I don't know if I could really rank it this one to be honest with you. Um, just thinking about that earlier, but I mean, I thought it was a solid episode because I mean, obviously the 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 big thing is everybody's recovering from Jerome's death, so it's 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 tough to say what what the ranking would be for it. I thought it was solid just in the sense that like you know you're watching everybody kind of you know I hate to keep rephrasing this point, but it's just like everybody's getting their last like knock on the door, you know, their last warning like okay like enough's enough now look what is look what's happening here the walls are closing in on everybody in, in each different way for everybody else right every everybody's point of view it's the scope is closing in like it's time to step out now and nobody wants to step out that's the crazy part like for for you for example like what's the lesson that that louis isn't learning for example for you watching her because i know you're questioning her 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 lack of emotions or her like you wanted more tears, less anger. So what's what's the lesson you feel like she's not learning? I think she still wants her respect and she wants revenge. But um, granted, she is, you know, she. It it all comes at a cost, right? You can and you can't be too bold and brave in 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 the game. The fact that she like, you know, ran up on the curve and then went to mm-hmm. the homeboy to homeboy's holdout. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm um and she's she's daring the security guard because she has that clout for now to be like yo shoot me shoot me what are you gonna do shoot me kind of thing and the way she was talking back to teddy somewhat disrespectfully (laughs) somewhat (laughs) it's still march it's still march (laughs) uh yeah it's like don't get too far out of pocket like you don't have a guard you don't have your your main squeeze, your your bodyguard. He's gone now. And, and, and your security long. detail. Because remember, they all they all got capped out at the at the horse track, right? Yeah. So it's like you know, she's in that house by herself, and there's that scene where she's in the house by herself and it's fairly lonely. Right? It's mm-hmm. a, just a big mausoleum. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same lesson everybody else should have learned. Maybe it's time to just go away, but nobody's going anywhere. 
till the final season end credits. They're into six six seasons deep. They're they're, they're tenured. So <laughs> let the chips fall where they may. They're unionized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I feel like you know it's like sometimes in life where. You know, there's people that just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over. You know what I'm saying? Like blaming people for either situations, circumstances. And, and when you see people like that, even in real life, they eventually they eventually walk themselves off the cliff. You know, so the fact that Louis still looking at Franklin as the reason that Jerome is dead. To me, Kevin, it's like the equivalent of like Wiley e. Coyote about to run on air, pause, and then just fall <laughs> through the ground. Like she just keeps going to repeat the same mistake again. Not learning the lesson. I mean, and and Jerome did again. She was. This is her second warning because he, he got a warning the first time, you know, from Jerome last week, right? Exactly. But she's trying, and she will seek out the. Just my thoughts, of course. I'm not clearly. I'm not writing any scripts, but um, she's going to seek out somebody the the validate that validation from somebody else because she can't go to sissy. Because I don't know how sincere that little, you know, that little head nod that she had with Sissy at the funeral was. Mm-hmm. But she's going to seek out someone that's, that agrees with her, the Franklins, to blame and try to, ta- to, to, to team up with them, which is what we thought she was going to do. And she ended up doing with uh, Teddy. Looks like Teddy. we have a common problem, right. right? But everybody else just like, yo, not really. It's, it's, it really is a shame. But... I'll I'll let I'll I'll let the writers do what they do. I so far they have not let me down too much. I, it's funny. I, I find her, you know, I guess to your earlier point of like you, you weren't crazy about the acting. Listen, I understood her pain. You know, obviously we all do in that sense. But to me, she came off unlikable. Like this episode. Remember last, like the the last episode I was I was referencing Holly. I don't want to say it was Holly esque, but she came off unlikable. To me, just because of her reaction, like it's it's all angered, it's all pointed in one direction, and it's odd. You know what I mean? Like that's like you. I mean, and and, and I mean, and it's weird because at the end, and we'll get to that in a second. But you know, she does acknowledge that a cavalry came for her. When at that point, especially at, at that point in the relationship, it didn't really have to be like that. In terms of the cavalry coming, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like they Franklin did come back for her, didn't have to. Right, just based on the the green light action that's been going on between the two camps the last over the last you know five or six episodes. Yeah, I don't know if that if that was given enough acknowledgement. Um, I mean, yeah, because Leon offered to stay, like you know, like they really did try to look after her, but mm-hmm. it did, on on the unlikability scale, absolutely. Why they they they've kind of, if I were to take it to Game of Thrones level, it's kind of like they've painted her like a Cersei kind of mm-hmm. like the mad queen in her castle mm-hmm. right and everything's falling apart around her but like when she was in the bathtub she had that bathtub scene didn't really make that much sense to me i couldn't make up every, make out everything she was talking about but i didn't really feel a lot of sympathy for her, which is what i should have right wouldn't we have tried to garner some they would have tried us to have us garner some sort of sympathy for her? yeah i mean i think that was the play right that well, it didn't work <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like and like I said again, even even the way she showed up at Scully's place, you're just like, like, kind of like, what are you doing? You know, and and and, I'm, and again, we're we're saying that, but it, you know, in, if this is real life, it be would be understandable. Somebody would be losing their mind in that way. So to sit there and be like, why isn't she being more rational? Like, <laughs> look what happened. I mean, she got she got her brains beaten in. 
She almost got uh, veered. Um, she has a K now in her chest for being branded, and her husband's gone, and all her cover's gone. So, I mean, for her to be flipping out in a certain way, like, we, we can't be looking at her like, why aren't you rational enough? <laughs> Yet we kind of are. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like you get it, but you're like, but she still came off unlikable, if that makes any sense. <laughs> and alone. I can't stress that enough. That and alone. It's, there's nobody, there's, I don't know who she's partnered with. Like the only person calling her now, it's funny that they just dropped her off. No one's checked up on her since. Like, really? I don't know. It's a little bit awkward, but you know, it's, uh, maybe we're supposed to start distancing ourselves, distancing ourselves from Louis because what's coming to Louis, we might not want to shed any tears before it. Mm. Maybe. You know, and, and of course, you know, every week we've been trying to narrow in on, on like a character or two. Um, you know, the, the first one we did with Leon and Wanda, you know, last one we did on Uncle Uncle Jerome and Aunt Louie. How far gone is Teddy? Uh, so much so that they, that Teddy's boss had a talk with his boss. <laughs> Eddie is in, he's in a little bit too far. Like he's, he's lost it. He's mm-hmm. lost it. Um, there's certain characters. I mean, we can proceeded by now, a hard R. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be aired in the States? Cause I would be like, well, that's far from the, anyway, it's <laughs> killed by the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the R killed his father, you know, like who, who is this kid? I want to beat him. You know, it, it it was it was pretty rough. Um, first of all, I thought I thought Teddy said I can't do. He told every he's been telling everybody I can't do that. I can't get you back your money. But then when his side piece, you know, pitches that she might want half, apparently he remembers the pin number. Well, yeah, I mean, he kind of has that money. So he, he knows where it's at. He didn't just disappear into thin air. You know, obviously he knows where it's at. Yeah. Uh, Teddy's too far gone now and he's clearly he wants his revenge on Franklin um, in their little chess match kind of thing and he seems a bit desperate as well Mm -hmm. just his interaction with Louis it just seems like he's he's out of it and again his ex-wife basically did like you know what was like what what we can only assume is in her and her child's best and their child's best interest and get the she basically broke him down in front of his side piece in front of his new boo right mm, right uh stripped him down like you know peeled up back all the layers and it's like your father's gone you cost you this cost you that you're stubborn you're too deep and it's gonna get get you killed <laughs> and get yourself you ever, killed the, the, the one the one good thing you did for me yeah. and now you're trying yeah. to kill him too Ooh, and what'd she say public execution mm-hmm. she threatened him with that too yeah yeah so Good luck, Teddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's he's like a, a, a he's officially officially a blurred line, but without the lawsuit for the Marvin Gaye estate. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, <laughs> like, like I, <laughs> I think he, he, to me, obviously, yeah, he's far gone. Like, he still believes that he's working for the U.S. government, but he's he believes I, I don't know. I think in a, in a in a warped sense, he's. He still feels like he has those morals where it's kind of makes him above it all, which is kind of crazy. Like the fact that Julia, who actually worked for the CIA and for the government, 
is telling you to give the money back. And of course she's biased, but she's not wrong. Right? <laughs> well, give her the money back. I stay alive. You know? <laughs> she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong in what she said. She was absolutely right. And and the fact that like, you know, he's still doubling down, like he's no better than every other person that held that position before him. And I have to mention this, Kevin. I, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm just not trusting because her name is uh, Parisa. I'm not trusting her in any way, man. They got a weird relationship, bro. And, and, and she's always, I don't know, she's always, she's always been a little off-putting to me. Well, Calvin, Kelsey, uh, I'll say that seeing as this is, this is still March, I believe that she is a strong, independent <laughs> woman. With her, with a clear of clear of a sound mind, body, and what and whatnot, but I I understand what you're saying. Never liked her. Seems to be like a puppet master with Teddy's emotions. Right, right, right. But, I mean, is 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 that what you were getting at? Well, I mean, just I think just think her character. It's a it's a don't get me wrong. It's a good character. It's a good character, but it's, it's she's a little slimy. She's a little slimy. You know what I mean? Like it's it's almost like that back and forth with uh, with Teddy and Julia. It's almost like she's watching it like a like a tennis match. You know, somebody's watching like a riveting tennis match. You're like loved oh, that. five loved, four. Loved like, that. She stayed right in the middle, and they framed it on opposite sides, and she's just right there down the middle like a line judge. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's got you there, Teddy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know how. Look, the man is clearly lonely, and she has uh, some comforting skills that you know might help Teddy out from time to time. I don't know if it's worth half of the seventy-three million, but you know who knows what the what the law systems what the law says. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, Teddy will find out real quick. She'll be gone. But um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan, and she is she she, she wants a purpose. If she doesn't have a purpose, she's gonna go find it elsewhere. Yo, she's threatened him? L- listen, what? listen. That speech was off, really off putting to me. Cause that that whole like you know to your point, like I need to have something, some purpose. I'm yours, but I'm gonna get bored and leave it if I don't. You know, I'll go elsewhere. I was always Warren Kevin, and I know this is a whole different analogy, but I was always warned by the OGs that when someone or a woman was started talking like that. You run hard. You run fast. You just run. So the fact that he's clapping in, it's like you're 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 basically you're not getting out of this web, this puppet master web. But you gotta run. That's what I was taught. Kind of like childish Gambino at the end of This Is America. Like that that kind of running. Like eyes bugged out, no shirt on, run. Whatever you have on your body, take it, run. The moral of that point is I'm saying is that I don't think she's supposed to be trusted. <laughs> that's that's the, that's the ones your parents warned you about to stay to stay away. That or that one is going to take all your money, not half. We'll neither confirm nor deny. I I have fastened. I did fasten my parachute though because I was. I'm sure you were taking on water with your little take there, but uh, <laughs> I'm good. So anyway. <laughs> Where did she come from again? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I know, I know. Obviously, she was an associate from before. I think that's that's where the connection is because Julia knew her. Associate, sure, but 
how is she even potentially pitching that she wants half of 70, 73 million dollars? It, it's it's like she said it like a joke, but it's not really a joke. You know what I mean? Like, oh, unless you're gonna give me half, like, is he gonna give me half? First of all, he offered. He said, "Is that what you want?" So he kind of put himself in that situation. So now they're in California, even though those are ill-gotten gains. You know, I look not a fan. Let's just say I'm I'm with you on that. And these OGs that you speak of, who will remain in the shadows, right? Uh, they might be onto something. They might be, but look at the stage that this guy's in. What's he gonna do? Gonna sit on seventy four mil alone? No. Yeah. So you know, he think. I I hope he doesn't think that she cares about him. Mm, yeah, I don't know. He seems like he's 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 believing that though. Yeah, and, and and at the end of the day, it just seems like it's like the LL Cool J song that that was shot in LA. I need love. Everybody needs love, right? I think that's where where he's where he's coming from from that from that perspective. When he's alone in his room, sometimes he stares at the. Actually, that is applicable to him. Yeah, it is. All right, <laughs> let me ask you. I'll ask you a question, if I may. What do you think of the funeral? Wow, I was just about to bring that up. Um, I thought it was dope, man. Like I thought all the. Um, all the OGs and the gangsters basically put aside their their tensions and their beefs to pay respects for Jerome. When I thought that was cool, I thought it was really cool. But the the one thing that kind of struck me, and I don't want to sound like Erica Badu here, but like Sissy, she's she's got a bit of an aura now. I I don't know if it means she's gonna go dark or 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 not, but just at the funeral, I don't know. Something's a little. Sounds a little off, and it's more than just grieving to me. But there was there was a lot going on within that. Because if you if you if you rewind back to the scene where she's with Wanda, and she's basically giving her the giving her the shelter, and an apartment, and an apartment. Well, the apartment. I mean, that's fine. But the shelter, she's basically stepping down and giving her the shelter, and she's like, I don't think I'm ever gonna come back. And you know, if you notice, she's kind of surrounded by Black Pantherist figures. She has an afro now. Her extensions are gone. Hmm? Um, I don't know. It's just I just picked up something from that. It could just be me, but I just something's off there. And I don't mean, I, I just something's changed. I should say that's the word. I'm not off, but something's changed. That same scene with Wanda, she was in the room by herself. I think by a piano or a desk, just look like kind of looking out of the window. Right. Her tone has been like basically since she's since she went to, I guess, I guess, identify uh, Jerome's body. Mm-hmm. She just asked Franklin one question. Did he suffer? Yeah. He's like, you know, and then she just re- rejected his touch and she just walked away. And everything has been somber ever since. I noticed the change in her hair. I noticed the way she was talking to Wanda. Like, she's just not clearing her estate, but she's just really, like, putting her in case I don't make it kind of thing. She has something. Something she, um, yeah. Maybe she's just like, F it. I'm going for it now, but she just wants to make sure if she can, but she can't, that Franklin makes it out. All right. Right. Yeah. Huh? No, yeah. That, that's, I don't know. Like that was, that was one of the big things I caught from that. And I know the scene was about 15 to 20 seconds long, but again, to, to speak to the beefs and the tensions, when 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 Dion asked Leon if if he if he got the guys who did it, yeah, like that part I thought was like, you know, it speaks to that moment, right? Of just everybody parking aside because they're not done with each other. 
They're not done with purple each casket. other. Purple casket for Jerome? Was that? That was a purple casket for Jerome? Yeah. Okay. Uh, interesting scene. Wasn't as much like I I was hoping because when I saw that scene, I was thinking it was going to be some similar or reminiscent to like The Godfather when Vito passed away and then Michael was sitting there and I think it was Barzini. Uh, whatever they were having, like some some talks and conversations at the funeral kind of thing. I mm-hmm. thought it would be something like that, but it seemed a little. First of all, what kind of eulogy was that? Did he not read the room? Did he not know who was there? <laughs> I don't know if you were paying attention to what to what to what he was saying, but yeah, yikes! I think he had to take his own cab home because no one was giving him a ride <laughs> off of that one. But uh, it was it was good. We'll see. But I don't know about the whole, like, what was the deal that uh, that Louis made with Franklin in Kane's garage that Franklin touched base on for that, her to call him the devil? That basically she was uh, she was willing to give him Teddy. Was it? Yeah. And she called him the devil. And she called him the devil because she was like, I mean, you know, for people who didn't, I guess, well, obviously you would have watched the, the show if you listened to this episode, but... You know, just to just to as a reminder, I mean, she's basically like, "Why did you come back for me?" And he stated well, his reason, and she's like, "That's it." He's like, "No, because I know, like, I I can basically use you in this situation." Even in that moment, he's like, "You're calculated." That's why she called him the devil. Uh, I mean, I'd like that scene to be a little bit more, a little more fleshed out. Yeah, a little bit colder on Franklin's side, since he is apparently so cold and calculated. You know, but that was okay. I just, I did, there wasn't enough grieving for me for, for Jerome. And I figured there'd be a little bit more happening. A little more tears. Yeah. Tears. I think there was, I think there was a lot of emotion. I think you just wanted to see the waterworks. I think there was. Did anybody cry at the funeral? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I'm not expecting like, you know, I would. Did even did Wanda even shed a tear? Because she'll cry for herself. But like Leon, I won't. I won't expect to shed a tear over anything. Uh, but who yeah, was, I was expecting but, a little bit more action because like Dion's jacket had more action than 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 the funeral had emotion. Fly eighty suit though. Fly eighty suit. And who was that guy that was sitting behind Louis? Do you see like this, like a little Richard ish pimpish character? I mean, it was the '80s. Jerry Crow was the thing. They sprinkled a, a background actor there just for, I guess, for for uh, for shits and giggles. But yeah, watch it back. Feel <laughs> like yikes! Costume design. <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, but uh, but, I, but I think they revisit what you're saying though. Like Franklin now has it's like it's almost like the same dynamic over again. He's she's back at square one where he has something hanging over her head. True. He has some sort of leverage, which some, is exactly, which is cool. leverage. That's the word I should say. Yeah, leverage. What what um what are your three takeaways from the episode? Three things that stood out to you. Well, like I said in the beginning, I, I feel like this was kind of like, um, this this was basically like the the last chance. This is the last chance to get off, and just the residual effects of everything that's happening with everybody, right? The walls are closing in. There's like this, this, the the screws are getting tightened more and more. 
you know, like and but there's like an exit plan. Everybody has an exit plan. You, you, you know, you know, I want I want to touch on too really quick before you do our predictions. Um, you catch when you know when Franklin was having as an anxiety attack. You catch V. Absolutely. I thought that was that was a that was a good little scene because even in that, it's like you know everything she's saying. Like you know, we're we're sticking to the plan. We're sticking to the plan. But you can see even she's wavering from this plan. The doubt is there. The, she, absolutely. She, she, meant, she mentally packed, started mentally packing her suitcase. She's like, where is my suitcase again? My mom said the airport and just <laughs> talked to, she is, because that's it. And she's thinking, I don't, I'm, I'm sure she loves Franklin, but the guy with the plan just rolled out of bed, almost pulled a gun on her too. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I mean, yeah. and had a panic attack. Not sure this plan that you is. It might be as as rational as you think. You know, like as as he thinks it is. Protect myself. And that in that moment, you know, she's thinking, man, maybe my mother was right. You know, you can see it. Like in that moment, she was questioning. I I, I like that. I like that little clip because I mean, it showed vulnerability, but it showed even for her, like man, this. I like. I don't know if this is if I can handle this. I mean, and really and truly, Kevin. Nobody could really handle all that in real life. Like that's a lot for anybody to take. Uh I gotta say, you know what? I noticed a lot of similarities between the Godfather trilogy and this episode. Okay. Because you're right. If you have to say goodbye to family members as a result of the game and them being caught up, it did catch up to Michael when he had his collapse in godfather three in the kitchen mm, right he had suffered point. a stroke he yelled out he yelled out fredo right and that always haunted him yeah and he even he even confessed it like what you know like it was just that 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 took a toll on him and similar to franklin like you have to maintain a brave face and everything but inside is nothing but turmoil yeah and where do you um, where, where do you release that how do you release that usually it's in those type of ways right it's, in typical Franklin fashion, you reach, you pull out for pull out a pull a gun on somebody that is close to you and your organization because he pulled a gun on Oso this week. Right. Right. It's I mean, a couple of my takeaways, I would say, is um, if I were to say, like, again, I'm going back to the Godfather, you know, it's like that fake promise that you give once you're once you're in the game that you can just like leave it or pass it off. Leon said that to Wanda. It's like, yes, give me a little bit more time and, and then I'm going to pass the PJs on to the next man kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'd like to believe that you're telling me that, but we know you're lying, you know? Mm -hmm. Pure pure cap, <laughs> you know? Right. She shut that down, then they revisited at the funeral, right? He's like, I'm right here with you. He's like, yeah, but look, Louis's right up there with Jerome and that's just the next generation of, she could probably see the future. Yeah that it's the next generation of what's going to happen. They're just older versions of us, but the game is going to come for one of us. And in all likelihood, angry man in the, in the zebra jacket, two rows up from us, uh, <laughs> as he with his crosshairs. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that there's the symbolism. I think of that, where they buried Jerome, but also that was their last chance you know what I mean? But I don't think any of them really get it. It's just a pit stop, you know? But Jerome was the last bit of, I guess, the funeral was the last bit of humanity that's left. And now I think it's the only thing left is just all-out carnage, betrayal, and where we're, we're going to enter the, the final crescendo, basically. 
Yeah, we're we're entering that final stage right now because I mean, there's three episodes left. Oh, and the, my last thing is um, crackhead cop guy who didn't get the page that Louis referenced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's dead. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All right. What what is your final predictions for for episode eight? What do you what are your wild predictions for episode eight? Nothing wild about it. Uh, crackhead cop that missed the page will be dead. Okay. Or, yeah. And, no. And, um, and by who? Who's left? Louis gonna have something to do with it. Okay. Because she was she, she was his guy anyway, right? right like right. Um, plus, if she gets rid of him, she'll get to sew up a lot of like loose ends. He won't be able to snitch on her or tell anything further. Um, number one, because we were introduced to Teddy's boss's boss, and he's like, if you have any loose ends, tie them up. Mm-hmm. I think it's just time to literally just like shut down a lot of this operation. We're kind of done. I think there's one more drop left. Right, mm-hmm. there's a drop happening. Apparently, it's supposed to be in two days or something like that. Right. Um, so that's going to happen. Um, I believe there's some sort of ambush that's going to take place. Um, I think there's going to be a. Little... <sighs> Just frankly, how does he make it out of that? Uh, I figure there should be two betrayals, one death. And um, I know you said last week that you think you think V is going to something's going to happen with V. Are you still you still holding on to that? Or are you willing to change your mind on that one? Uh, that was that was I, your that was your quote unquote prediction. Wild prediction. I'm I'm, I'm keeping it in my back pocket. OK, I'm keeping it in my back pocket because I think she I think when she was holding Franklin, she kind of caught my, you know, the the mental prophecy that I put out uh, that my sorry. <laughs> The, the, she she caught on to what I was talking about, and she's like, "Oh, whew. maybe it's time for me to get out of Dodge." Because V's mom wasn't even in the; she was barely in the episode, right? If if no, at all, no, she wasn't in the episode at all. No. Okay, so she's at the airport waiting. She's still at the airport. She's ready. She's out. <laughs> she's out. Gone. She did what she had to do. She sees Franklin's unhinged. Not the environment for my grandchild, and. V's probably going to make the call to her mother at some point. The, the V's mom will be in the next episode. And they'll be like, yeah, just pack your things, go. We'll explain to it later. We'll give them coordinates later. Let's get out of here. Not safe. Because oh, so many people stash houses and families and everything like that are too involved. So it's time to like, you know, get out. People know where people live. People know where people stay. Well, the people that know where they live are, you know, uh, the people might be coming for them. Forget it, man. Get out. And there's one thing that V's mom's good at. It's packing that bag. I, I think Sissy's going to do something that's going to shock us. I, I, I'm, I won't be surprised if it's if it's the beginnings of a possible murder or, or that she dies. But some, I think something's happening with Sissy. I can't shake that aura. I can't shake it. Something's happening with Sissy. I just that's my wild prediction. I don't know what it is, but it's either it's something bad is gonna happen with Sissy. Well now that you mention it, I really don't think she likes that Teddy fella. No, I don't think so. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't so like it. Yeah. I know she's gonna do what she can to protect um to protect Frank. Like it seems like everybody has it in for you know, it's so funny. 
once you like when we take inventory of it, all the characters that we know, like a lot of the main characters, they've all lost somebody. Yeah. Except for Leon. Hmm. Leon hasn't experienced any personal loss because when Louis was talking about her loss, you know, I lost my husband. It's like, well, yeah, well, I lost my brother and I lost my husband. So like, what, what rank are you trying to pull here? You know, Mm -hmm. but Franklin lost his father. Teddy lost his father. Louie lost her husband. Missy lost her husband and her brother. Also hasn't lost anybody. Has he? Yeah. That that girlfriend? Did did he have a girlfriend early on? Yeah. With the, with the kids. I think the mother, the mother got uh, jacked in the earlier seasons, I believe. Right, right. Okay, yeah, so yeah. he's 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 experienced some loss. Right. Uh but Leon hasn't. Hmm. He's the only one, really. That's the auxiliary characters who uh, whatever. But yeah, that's something. Because the game is like, you know what I mean? It's like that it's, it's unkind, man. Yeah, it's like that that horseman of the apocalypse or that 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 you know, that that shrouded, you know, the death figure with the scythe, you know? Needs it needs to collect. It needs somebody. Leon hasn't paid his dues yet. Well, that's that's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think is is episode eight coming out next week, or are they taking a break? I feel like I, I feel like they're taking a one week break. I, I feel so because uh, yeah, I think I think they are. But if not, we'll be back definitely next week with this. Um, yeah, so, or if they are going to take that break, then it will be in two weeks. But either way, buckle up, man, because I think this ride is about to get, uh, you know, for people who want action, that want that action, get ready for it because uh, it's coming. It was too quiet this week, wasn't it? Yeah, it's coming. It's going to balance out. <laughs> don't you worry. If you like that violence, don't you worry. And by the way, we don't condone violence here at South Shore Ave in any way, shape, or form. Thank you. Thank you for checking out Snowcapping, the special edition of the Half Podcast. Now, with that said, if you haven't checked out the last episode of Snowcapping, Concrete Jungle, Episode 6, and you like just listening to these episodes in non-chronological order, then by all means, go ahead and check it out now. Um, <laughs> on another note, or two notes, last week I posted a replay of one of my past episodes called Memory Lane. It was about... Uh, paying college student athletes uh, four years ago, and that was uh, was a really fun episode. Um, so look out for that one in the spirit of Flashback Friday. And the second note is next Thursday, I'm going to be releasing the interview I did with DJ and legendary radio personality Special K from Awesome Two. That'll be out once again on Thursday, the day before Good Friday. Then, as long as there's a new episode of Snowfall next week, there will be a new episode of Snowcapping on Easter Monday. And if not, then it'll be out the following Friday on April 14th. And the NBA season is coming to an end, so I will have some episodes dropping for that. And if the Raptors make the playoffs, I will be dropping those exclusive post-game episodes of the Raptors playoff game. So stay tuned for all of it. And you do that by listening to all shows from South Sharaf Radio, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't subscribed, please do so on SouthSharaf.com. Once again, that is SouthSharaf.com. And whichever platform you listen to me and us, five stars, five stars, five stars. Click on all of it. All right. Be that person that rewards good content. It, it drives the show. And also, of course, rate and review as well. 
Once again, for Kevin W., my name is Kyle C., and this is Snowcapping, a special edition of the AF Podcast. Much love and appreciation to you. We will see you next week. Have a great weekend. We out of here. We out.